Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. The Apple Sox pick up a 10-4 victory against the Northwest Star Academy and sweep away the two-game non-league slate at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. I'm Joel Norman. Wenatchee opened up the weekend on Friday night with a win as well and improved to 3-0 in non-league action. Friday's game, Wodanchi able to pick up a 12-5 triumph. You know, in that game, they got the scoring going really early. MJ Sweeney had a home run in the first inning. Wodanchi scored four times in the second, and then they poured it on a little bit later when things got interesting. It was 5-3 in that game going into the bottom of the sixth. They scored twice in the sixth and five times in the seventh to pretty much seal up that game. However, the second game of the two-game set between the two teams was very, very different. The Apple Sox on Saturday night against the Northwest Star Academy did a lot of their scoring late. In fact, Wenatchee was being no hit until the sixth inning. They would finally bust out with a base hit when Carson Olin picked up a single in the sixth, and then two batters later was driven in by his brother, Austin Olin. That gave the Apple Sox, believe it or not at the time, their fourth run. They led at that point four to one heading into the seventh inning, but would surrender three runs at the top of the seventh to tie the game up. It was four to four going into the bottom of the seventh, and what Anchi would bust out. Eight men came to the plate, four runs scored on four hits, including an RBI double from Josh Williams after a pinch hit RBI single from Mason Strong. Mason Strong just continues his tear against non-league pitching. He was a home run away from the cycle on Monday against the Redmond Dudes, and then this past weekend against the Northwest Star Academy just continuing to do damage. Six runs driven in in those two games. He has driven in an eight in three non-league games so far this summer. The Apple Sox would add more runs on in the eighth inning. A base hit by Carson Owen drove in a run. An error helped him not just pick up the one RBI, but then played the other run. No RBI credited there, but regardless, two more runs did score for Wenatchee. Trent Liolis would close things out for the Sox in the ninth inning. A pretty solid outing from him out of the bullpen for a guy who we weren't sure how much he would really toss over the course of this season, if at all. But he went two and two-thirds inning scoreless to close it out. The Apple Sox are off on Sunday and Monday. They get back into league action on Tuesday night when they take on the Port Angeles lefties. The 2023 season is underway, and new this summer is the Apple Sox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to applesocks.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. And we're joined now by Apple Sox outfielder Marty Kaplan. Marty, this was a tough game for you guys for a little bit. You had the lead in those middle innings. You were still looking for that first hit, though, going into the sixth innings. You would deliver one in the seventh. Uh, talk to me about this one because this was a strange game from start to finish. And your coaching staff spent a little bit of time talking with you guys a little bit more after the game. What was the message after the game? Yeah, no, um, we were hitting some balls hard um, that weren't dropping, and we just got to we got together as as a team and talked and really honed in on an approach where we were uh, you know finding where we were uh, what we were trying to hit, and we were able to string up some some hits together, obviously late, um, 
And, uh, I mean, I think we had, what, like four straight hits or something like that. And um, we were able to talk as a team and figure it out. And, uh, you know, obviously a slow start, but we were, to, we were able to piece some hits together and, you know, came up on top. You really started to jumpstart this team in that seventh inning. You had the second of those four consecutive hits that you mentioned. Kind of going up to the point, the plate at that point, you're facing a, a tired pitcher. He'd been out there for a little bit. Were you thinking that time around, you're thinking, okay, I can probably do something this time? Yeah, no. Um, my approach actually was I had a hit and run on. So Sebastian was running on the pitch. So my whole approach was hit the ball hard on the ground um, and move him over and try to try to scratch a run across as, I mean, I think it was a tie game at the time. So just try to try to do a job with the hit and run on. And luckily the ground ball got through. So, um, yeah, that's that was my approach there. And it worked out pretty well there. And it's worked out for you guys playing these non-league games. You guys are down 3-0 and in these contests. I think these are the ones you, you look at on the calendar and you want to circle as a win, but sometimes you have to work in a different way. And I think you guys saw that here tonight, though. But how, how good do you think it was for you guys in this, in this sequence? You faced a different type of adversity where things got tied up midway through and you had to rally later. Yeah, no doubt. This is a, this is a super strong lineup. We got we – got, so many guys on the bench too who can really do it too today and um you know it's good to face some adversity for this lineup and i think we uh, we learned a lesson today and we were able to overcome you know our struggle and i think that's that's great for this ball club this is a really deep team depth wise mm -hmm, how big sure. do you think this weekend was for you with your performance that you had you had the two walks today and the single two doubles yesterday uh you know i'm just I'm just trying to do um, do what I can to, you know, help the team. Um, you know, we got a big goal up ahead. Our next nine games, we're trying to secure a playoff spot, and I'm just trying to do the best I can to help the team. Awesome. Well, Marty, you did a heck of a job these last few days. Thanks for the time, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you. That was Marty Kaplan, Apple Sox outfielder, who went one for three at the plate but also drew two walks and scored twice. Big weekend for him in general, the two walks, as I mentioned, and then two doubles on Friday night as well. We're joined now by Trent Liolas, who is becoming the late-inning specialist in non-league games. Trent, is this something you had drawn up when you uh, you came out to Wenatchee, was thinking, hey, maybe I'll get a few chances to wrap up a few games? Definitely not. I mean, I kind of came out here just expecting to get a few innings here and there, help out when we can. And um, It feels good, though, to be out there, a lot more fun in the close, closer games, be good with a lot of energy, so it felt good. You're pitching with a lot of energy. I, I think it's really apparent when you're out there. Is that just the excitement of getting on the mound again? Because I think every every guy at this college level who, for the most part, most of you guys have two weight, I think a lot of you still believe you can do that at a high level. You're kind of showing that right now. Are you having a ton of fun pitching the way it looks? Definitely. I'm having a blast up there. It, it feels great to get up there. It's, I've always loved pitching, not as much as I love hitting, but I, to get back up there feels great, means a lot, and I just kind of enjoy being able to control the game as best I can. One of the things I enjoyed with you is once your team got you some runs in the seventh, you got back out there in the eighth at a one, two, three frame, one, two, three ninth. It seemed like you were working faster and you almost got so much more confident because of the cushion. Was that the case? Definitely. It helps a lot when you you know your team can put up runs and when we get a lead like that. It definitely helps a lot knowing you have a little bit of leeway to go attack hitters and just go straight at them. So that definitely felt I definitely felt more comfortable up there with the lead and being able to work fast and attack the hitters best I can has to be a pretty satisfying two games for you because you got it done at third base on Friday night. You had the three hits, three runs driven in that game. 
Now you switch it over the mound. Got to be kind of nice to do two different things two days. Definitely. It feels great. It's it's very exciting. It makes me love the game. It's just a blast to do both and being able to do what I love. So I, I've been loving it. And yesterday was great. And today was awesome, too, being able to come in and help out as well. I talked to Marty about it, but you guys were chatting a lot. Their coaching staff down the line. Two, day, two days off coming up here, Sunday and Monday. Uh, was the message kind of just about how, you know, we've got this break here, we got more to do? What were they talking about with you guys? Definitely. They were, telling, they were talking a bit about having the off days and still getting some work and getting our bodies right for this upcoming stretch. But he also talked about how important it is these next nine games before the break to really solidify a spot up in that, the top of the league and take, take control. Yeah, sitting at 14-4 and four in West Coast League play. Simply put, with those nine games coming up, you look at things and you say, if we do this one thing in particular properly, we're going to win the first half. What would that be for you? For As a team, I think it's just to compete and be in every game and every inning and focus because we all believe we can do it. We just got to keep the focus there and continue to battle and play each inning one pitch at a time. So I think that's very important for us over this stretch of games and just staying together and competing each inning. Sure helps when you've won eight in a row, including the non-league games as well. Well, Trent, thank you very much for the time. It's been fun watching you get it done both at the plate and uh, on the mound as well. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball is affordable family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. The Apple Sox hosts the Port Angeles Lefties this week at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. Don't miss a $2 off Tuesday, a chance to win prizes just by attending Wednesday's game, and another Thirsty Thursday. First pitch all three nights is at 635. Buy your tickets at the gate or online at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. There were two pregame interviews before the two non-league games this past weekend. On Friday, I spoke with Apple Sox infielder Marcus Harrison before then speaking with Jake Putnam prior to Saturday's game. Give a listen. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by Apple Sox infielder Marcus Harrison. He's played a little bit of outfield as well. And Marcus, you and I have talked about this a little bit. You're playing at second base tonight. You've played first, you've played center, you've played right. What's your natural position? Which one do you prefer to see yourself in? Although I'm sure you don't mind being in the lineup regardless of where you are. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't mind where I play, honestly. Um, I feel like I play, or I feel a little more comfortable at first. I've been, I played that uh, most of the year, but, I mean, I'm pretty much comfortable anywhere, so. Getting the nod here at second. You've been really comfortable with the bat as of late. Three hits in game, one of the doubleheader yesterday. I think it was four runs driven in this past weekend against Kelowna. What's going right for you at the plate? You're doing really well in these situations, batting with men on base right now. Um, I, I think it's my preparation before the game. I think um, coming out early, um, taking some swings, uh, kind of, you know, make sure I feel right at the plate. I, I think that's probably the big success right there so let's talk about your preparation a little bit because last friday against Kelowna, you had a pitch you got rung up on it was close it was borderline end of the game you stayed around for a little bit of late work after the game i was told by your coaches uh, what was some stuff you were trying to work on in the cages after that game ended this past friday well yeah i mean obviously i was a little upset about that call so um uh, I, didn't, I didn't want that to happen again so i will do anything it takes for that not to happen so yeah i, I stay a little bit later um and, yeah, I just took some more swings, tried to stay calm and get ready for the next day. As a hitter, when you're dealing with a situation where you disagree with the strike zone, maybe what is your mindset the next time you come up, whether it's the same game, whether it's the next day? Is it knowing, hey, I've probably got to try and waste a few of those pitches if I think it's close? Yeah, I mean, I, I try not to you know, think about it as much. You know, what happened last at bat was last at bat. Um, got to keep, like, moving forward. So, um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's basically it. 
doubleheader sweep for you guys yesterday, road trip sweep, five wins in a row, six if we want to include last Monday, trying to stretch that here this weekend. The vibes are pretty good with this group right now. I think it's safe to say that, but what's what's the reason for why you guys have been playing so well lately? I think everyone's getting comfortable with each other, um, starting to know each other more. Um, I think our bond is, is really tight right now, and um, yeah, I mean, that's basically it, yeah. Winning certainly doesn't hurt, does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't. It seemed like going on the road trip again as you guys added some new guys from last week, and that sure helped. You've been here since day one. How, how big have some of these guys been who've come in, and how much of an effect have they had on this team? Uh, they've, they've had a big, big effect, really. Um, we have some more depth, for sure, um, some more pitching, and um, some big at-bats, so um, it's good. Awesome. Well, Marcus, you're leading off your playing at second. Looking forward to seeing what you can do tonight. Thanks for the time. Thanks so much. That's Marcus Harrison, Apple Sox infielder, sometimes outfielder. He does it all. We're joined by Apple Sox pitcher Jake Putnam, who made his 2023 debut in summer number two with the Apple Sox last night. And Jake, let's talk about that. First off, what does it mean to be back here with the Apple Sox? We were saying a moment ago, it's kind of familiar in a lot of ways, coming back, familiar things, familiar faces as well. Yeah, yeah, it's great to be back. Uh, love playing for Wenatchee, and, you know, we're, we're on a di uh, different mission this year, and that's to win uh, the West Coast League and not, not get in third place. So uh, coming back with that fire this year. How much were you following the team before the start of the season? You were plenty busy. Santa Clara was on that NCAA tournament run. Great year for you guys there. But how much were you keeping an eye on the Apple Sox from afar? Yeah, I was uh, following up on Twitter and Instagram and uh, checking in on the boys. And just it was awesome to see uh, every night we were in the win column. So it was, it was good to come out and see that the guys are uh, putting up runs and supporting the pitching staff. Yeah, and that's nice to see this year because we saw the runs last year were pretty easy to come by. The pitching staff has taken some huge steps to already this season. As a guy who's a returner from last year, how much was that something that you guys have thought about? If, you know, we want to go a step further this year, especially with how close you were last year. Yeah, just like definitely coming into the ballpark ready to go. Um, I mean, winning win, when, it, when you're winning, it's, it's easy. Come, you, showing up easy so uh, it's just going to be those dog days later in the summer that we're just going to have to prepare ourselves mentally right now and just get ready get ready for that coming up chatting with apple Sox relief pitcher jake putnam in this one led the team in saves with three last year and jake you are moving into this role where you're coming back to the team you appeared in your first game last year kind of getting your trying to get your legs back under you only a couple games this spring how would you rate how you did last night first outing the summer the ups and downs in there as well though yeah definitely some good and some bad uh three strikeouts is really nice just had to compete with uh with what i had and uh to close it out um hopefully Hopefully we keep having a big, big lead because that helps coming in. Um, but yeah, just getting the feet wet, getting the jitters out, and definitely ready to ready to, for this next outing. How fun is that to be joining a team like you have, where they're kind of on a roll already, and now you're knowing, okay, now it's my turn to try and help add to it. Yeah, it's you. You come in and you you're, you don't want to be the guy not performing. So uh, everybody's holding each other to a high standard, which is which is great as as a summer team. You know, you can get into laziness but there's none of that here and everybody's working hard showing up early and pushing each other from the emotional standpoint what did it mean to get back onto the mound here where you pitched a lot last summer and were a regular at the end of the games a year ago yeah it was it was just so good to be out there uh felt felt at home really calm uh so yeah just super excited to get out here next week and uh pitch for the Sox again well, Jake, it was great to see you on the mound again. Looking forward to some more high leverage options from you the rest of the summer. Thanks for the time. Yes, sir. Thank you. That was Jake Putnam, Apple Sox relief pitcher, back for year number two.
Those were the pregame interviews from before Friday and Saturday's games with Marcus Harrison and Jake Putnam, respectively. That does it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. Wenatchee is off again on Monday after also having Sunday off, but will open up a new series at home on Tuesday night against the Port Angeles lefties. It should be a lot of fun because it will feature the two hitters with the longest hitting streaks in the West Coast League in Easton Amundsen of the Apple Sox with a 15-game hitting streak and Roberto Nunez of the Port Angeles lefties. He is the only man with a longer hitting streak, as mentioned, than Amundsen this season, and he is off to one heck of a start to the year. Nunez has hit in all but one game to begin the season, 18 consecutive overall. So should be a lot of fun. It all begins on Tuesday with a $2 off Tuesday. Tickets and select concessions are concession items are $2 off for that game. Then the series wraps up on a thirsty Thursday on Thursday night at 635. $3 general admission tickets and specials on adult beverages all game long. As mentioned before, you can get your tickets for all three games now at applesocks.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.